Dr. Tim Collins. Tim, how are you today? Mr. Mayor, I'm well. Congratulations to you and Sharon. 29, so that's almost a third of the way there. Y'all, y'all are doing good. We're Stay almost a it. third of the way there. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you, swords thank up, you. Swords up. So yeah, it you... might be cold outside, David, but for the next 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes while we're talking, we're going to talk about the heat that's coming out of Walsh University. I'm excited to be here today. Yes, i got to ask you, too. As, as a fighter pilot, what would you think if you saw a man floating in a lawn chair with helium balloons? I would just say that the gun on the F-16 is a lot more effective than a pellet gun, <laughs> and I'll just stop there. <laughs> All right, so what do we have going on? At Walsh, a lot of things are happening. You've changed. I mean, you've really transformed the, the class schedule, and so students can get out quicker. They can get their degree, graduate sooner. How did you? How did you bring this about? Yeah. So thanks, David. So there's a lot going on at Walsh. The uh, entire CAV Nation, we're after it, trying to make sure we're as impactful as we can for these aspiring young leaders. So. To this specific question, by the way, did you know, David, that we're home of the 2021 men's and women's cross-country champions for the conference? I'm not sure if you knew that. Oh, my. Very impressive. Yeah, 2020, I guess. It's 2020. Sorry about that. So the the eight-week calendar, what we've done, David, is to help our students with some flexibility, particularly as a result of the covid that wasn't the driver, but that actually, you know, forced us to think about doing it sooner. We've thrown out the semester system. So now we start a new term at Walsh University every eight weeks, every other month. And it is possible to graduate with a bachelor's degree in about two and a half years. And you can walk out with a master's degree now in four years, David. We're going to get them in. We're going to get them educated. We're going to get them informed. We're going to get them ready. And we're going to get them out doing what they need to get done. Oh, my gosh. So typically you would have two semesters, and then the the students would have a break, a summer break, but now you're allowing them to take eight-week classes, and it it can go continuously throughout the whole year. Is that is that how it's yeah, set up? That's exactly. So if you think of the fall, it would normally be the fall semester. So the fall semester is typically 16 weeks, so it's two eight-week sessions. Two eight-week sessions in the spring, two eight-week sessions uh little bit of crunched overlap in the summer period. So, so you end up with the opportunity for multiple uh, and continuous eight-week terms. So, for instance, if you wanted to go to work for UPS or FedEx in November and December and make a bunch of money, just take off fall two, and then you mm-hmm. can go to school summer one to make up that time if you still just want to go to school uh, four of the eight, six opportunities instead of, you know, all – all six of them. But if you went just straight through, if you came in, you walked in the door, fall one, you sat down and said, I'm not leaving until I'm done. In two and a half years, you're out. That's amazing. Now, what about if a student, so there's been a lot of changes due to the COVID. You have, you know, in college and in high school, you have some students that are doing online learning, and then you have other students that are in the classroom. And this is both in high school, grade school, college. Uh, Let's say that there's a student that went off to college and they decided, you know, I want to. I want to come back home. I, I want. I want to transfer. Uh, would you uh, be able to take transfer students uh, into Walsh? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the drivers here, David. Is that a transfer student today? If they go off to school in August or September, and something doesn't work right, it's not a good fit. It's not where they want to be, and they decide to leave the institution. They have to wait until January 
in order to start back. But not at Walsh University. They could transfer right into Walsh University. In fact, I tell you what, David, if there's anybody on this program listening to your program today and they want to transfer into Walsh University and they want the residential experience, we'll take care of paying for their room for their first eight-week term just That's to incredible. facilitate and ease them in that transfer over to into our institution. So you, you the idea was uh, accelerated due to COVID, in fact, because we felt like in the spring and summer that if we got to the fall and COVID was going to drive how we were going to conduct our face-to-face, our residential life activities, that we wanted to see if there was some way we could find the most flexibility and still fight like crazy for the residential experience. So the eight-week term gives us that. So at the time, we were thinking, well, if we can't do face-to-face in August, maybe we could in October or September, so we would just throw the switch. Let's go for it. Let's bring them on. So the academic side, we're doing face-to-face. We're doing online. We're doing a high flex where you're doing both. Maybe some of the students are at home on a TV, you know, on the Zoom, and others are actually in class. But on that COVID, David, we are an institution that's sort of in the minority across the country. Most Colleges and universities in America have walked away from face-to-face, have walked away from residential life in this COVID environment. So we have been totally committed, the whole community, and they've done a great job. Our numbers in terms of COVID spread have been really small, single-digit most of the time. We haven't had anybody hospitalized. We've had no serious serious sicknesses at all. And we are, we are still alive and well fighting back. And I think in large measures, because we have a lot of protocols, we have um, procedures in place in all aspects of everything we do. We had Altman came over, looked at what our plan was in May. They came back in August, looked at everything we were doing, affirmed that we were following all the guidance, all the mandates, federal, state, local. And then uh, we've just been really diligent about keeping after it. So, uh, you know, hats off to any of the students, faculty, staff, anybody in Camp Nation listening in today. We've been able to bring 2,000 people back onto campus nine, nine weeks ago or so over the course of 12 weeks, and we have just simply not you know, had a major problem. Well, you know, I think that's great because uh, really Walsh University should be a model for the rest of the country as to how to navigate this this COVID because you've made it flexible for the students. If anybody has a pre-existing condition or, or a particular health problem, you're able to address that with the online classes. At the same time, you're not going to have, you know, people living in fear. You know, you're going to prepare them and equip them so that they can face this whole COVID challenge, but at the same time, you're still functioning. You're you're still you know bringing people together because it's it's that delicate balance of 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 you know managing the COVID, but then not living in fear and 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 moving forward. And you and you're doing that. Yeah, David, thank you for that. So that's exactly right. I think the word model is exactly right. You know, we are trying to demonstrate that we can actually live our lives, we can manage risk, and we can be faithful to our mission to prepare students, not just for that first job, but for their life's purpose. And that's why we find things like Walsh University has been named the best college in Stark County. That's why we find things like we're ranked number nine in the Midwest for our nursing program. We're modeling how we do our business. So we're named once again, one of the best colleges in Ohio in the initial survey. And for the 10th straight year, we are designated a military-friendly institution. These are all indicators that people that look at us from the outside independently assess what we're doing, acknowledge, and actually congratulate us on doing just that, modeling for others exactly how we can do this higher education mission. Yeah, because a lot of people are really looking for a model as to how to conduct themselves, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's uh, you know with, with, with schools or just in their homes, because you see a lot of people that are vacillating between, you know, just periods of fear 
and and understandably so and then and then you have others that you know really are not as concerned but but it's it's a matter of keeping that balance and and especially yeah. encouraging the young people that it's like you're going to get through this we're going to make it yeah, don't it, live in fear right david and i think i think there's two pandemics that are underway in america and there's a third one that's actually underway and we're just not um putting any attention on it right now the first pandemic is obviously covid Mm-hmm. The second pandemic is fear. Mm-hmm. We're convincing people they ought not to engage with other people. We're convincing people that they ought to separate themselves. We're convincing people that they ought to go back into their corners and stay away. Mm-hmm. And that's leading to this third pandemic, which is the mental health crisis. And it is a crisis yes. it's actually underway in America today. So today there's 22 veterans that will die today to suicide. So these are not people serving on active duty. These are young people that have come back off of active duty. And, um, you know, that's just one indicator. There was a survey that was done of college-age students, 18-, 24-year-age students, and they were asked, how are you feeling with, about your mental health? You know, how do you feel about life? And if you think of a one-to-five scale, which one is everything is great and five everything is not so great, in fact, it's terrible, 75% of these young people, David, scored themselves a three four or five, which means 75% know they self-recognize that they are in a worse mental health condition now than they were before COVID. And that is due in large measure to the way our leadership is handling, discussing, talking about this COVID crisis. Well, I'll tell you, you are doing a great job because you're encouraging these young men and women that they do not have to live in fear, that they can manage the risk, they can get their education, and they can do it with strength and encouragement from you and all of your staff. We appreciate having you, Dr. Collins, from Walsh University. Yeah, thanks for having us today, David. Walsh University, proud to be here, proud to be in the community. We're going to celebrate our 60th anniversary, kick it off on 17th of November. Swords up!